Welcome to Reflections from the Heart, presented by Stewardship, a Mission of Faith. Reflections from the Heart is an outreach of Gospel Reflection, a family ministry of Stewardship, a Mission of Faith. For the next 30 minutes, please join us as we break open the bread of life in the Gospel reading for this Sunday's Mass, as we invite the same Holy Spirit who inspired the biblical writers to inspire us today. And now, here is your host with Reflections from the Heart. Hello and welcome to Reflections from the Heart. My name is Rob Longo from Stewardship and Mission of Faith. And today we have three guests from our Wednesday morning Gospel Reflection group, uh, uh, Rachel Clark, Anastasia Laudermilch, and Tom Luttrell. Great to have you guys here. Thanks Thank for you. Having us. Thank you, Rob. So every Wednesday we get together, for those listening, we get together uh, on Wednesday to do a gospel reflection. And for those of you who have listened to this program before, Reflections from the Heart, it's a miniature version of what we do on Wednesdays in Elizabethtown, but there's probably 50, 60, 70 of these in the greater Harrisburg area, Philadelphia, Allentown, Scranton, where people are getting together every week, breaking open the Sunday gospel. So we're not just hearing it for the first time when, yeah. when Father says uh, the gospel of the Lord. We're like, what was the gospel of the Lord? I was pretty distracted there. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so it's a, a beautiful gift. So this is a miniature version of that. Uh, so for those of you who are listening for the first time, what we do is we'll, we'll read the gospel and then we'll just see what the Holy Spirit has to say to us. So we'll reflect on that here. We'll share what the Holy Spirit is is speaking or how he's speaking to us, what's, how, how this gospel could impact our lives. Uh, and we're going to invite you to do the same. Just like the Blessed Mother pondered these things in her heart, uh, you're going to have a chance to ponder, right? Wherever you are, in your car, if you're in your office, in your home, just ponder what you just heard. And usually a word or a phrase will jump out and just take that to prayer, you know, not only now during the show, but beyond. Uh, so it's a beautiful, uh, beautiful way to, to, to pray the scriptures. It's a, an old way to pray called Lexio Divina. So it's just kind of like a Lexio Divina, which means sacred reading, where you read, you reflect, you ponder, usually a word or a phrase will jump out at you, and then you see how does that apply to my life. So right. welcome to uh, all of you here in the studio. Welcome to everyone listening. Welcome back to those who have listened before. All right, so before Thank we you, jump Rob. into the gospel, Thanks which will be- Thanks for having us. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, the gospel will be from the gospel of Matthew, chapter 2, 13 to 15, and then 19 to 23. So if you have a Bible handy, uh, pull that out, Matthew 2, 13 to 15, 19 to 23. But before we uh, read the gospel, Rachel- could you open us up with a prayer? Certainly. Heavenly Father, thank you for bringing us all here today. Uh, thank you for the glory of your word, the beautiful glory of this day and this season. Uh, we are so thankful for all the blessings that you've brought into our lives and that we have. And thank you for continuing to always lead us down a path of something new and how we can help develop other people's lives. Amen. 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 Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. And uh, for those of you who are, you know, who are with us, this is radio, so you cannot see Rachel's expression because before we started, you said, "Rob, I'll read the gospel." And then when I said, <laughs> "Rachel, can you open up with a prayer?" If this was, if this was TV, you would have you would have seen something. But I think the Holy Spirit just led that because so many times in my life, I'll open up the, the Bible and just start reading. And we do that with books. Right. You wanted to read the gospel, and I'm going to ask you to do that. <laughs> it wasn't my plan. I think the Holy Spirit just totally just did that. So you just gave us a great example of how we should approach Scripture. Well, thanks for that, Rob. Yeah. So 
you know, we don't just open it up and, and read it like any book. Take our time, open, pray, ask the Holy Spirit to to, to be with us, to enlighten us, uh, open our minds, open our hearts. So you just gave us a great lesson, Rachel. Thank so you. now that you open us up with a prayer before Scripture, let, you know, why don't you read the gospel too? All right. When the Magi had departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Rise, take the child and his mother, flee to Egypt and stay there until I tell you. Herod is going to search for the child to destroy him. Joseph rose and took the child and his mother by night and departed for Egypt. He stayed there until the death of Herod, that what the Lord has said through the prophet might be fulfilled. Out of Egypt I called my son. When Herod had died, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and said, Rise, take the child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel. For those who sought the child's life are dead. He rose, took the child and his mother, and went to the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus was ruling over Judea in a place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go back there. And because he had been warned in a dream, he departed for the region of Galilee. He went and dwelt in a town called Nazareth, so that what had been spoken through the prophets might be fulfilled. He shall be called a Nazarene. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I I so I circled the 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 same. I circled four things, uh, the same same words twice. Uh, Rise, rose, rise, rose. In Scripture, we don't hear anything. We don't have any recorded words of Saint Joseph, but he is such a model for us, Mm -hmm. right? Of of listening that he he listens to to the Father. He takes action. Um, so he was told to rise, you know, rise and take the child. Joseph rose, rise and take the child, ba- child back. He rose. So uh, in my life, I, 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 I need to follow in Joseph's footsteps. And uh, we have a ministry within stewardship called the Fathers of St. Joseph. And the first pillar of St. Joseph's spirituality is listen to discern your mission. So this is a ministry for men, but for Rachel and Anastasia and, and all the women listening, if all of us adopted just that first pillar and we truly live that each day, Amen. that we just get into the, get, go, go to the father in his, in his presence and just be sons for the guys, daughters, for the, for the, for the women and just be, just put ourselves in the presence of the Lord, our Abba, our father, and, and listen, you know, he's got a mission for us. And he doesn't, you know, you know, if anybody likes baseball, you know, when the when the manager goes out and he's changing the pitcher, he taps on his left arm or his right arm to call on the lefty or the righty. There's no there's no relief pitcher for you, Tom, for you, Anastasia, for you, Rachel, or for me. The mission that he has for us is unique. The mission is in, is generally the same, right? Love. But you're gonna meet people, Anastasia, Rachel, Tom, that I will never meet. Mm-hmm. And that and you and God might be asking you to be his love, his joy, his mercy unlike anybody else can. So if we spend that time with God and listen each day, especially in the morning, and then go, he's going he's gonna to send us places. I think this speaks of Joseph's obedience. Mm. And the bigger part of his obedience is his faith. And I think if we have faith in the Lord, our actions will follow in a way that would be suitable to his mm. li- liking. And we have to listen to the word of God and follow 
what he wants us to do. And I think that's what Joseph has done in this scripture. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I don't know about you guys, but sometimes I'd rather give my opinion than be obedient. <laughs> and I think our Lord is saying, trade it. Right. Trade, you know, surrender your opinion. Submit to me. Yeah, submit. Submit to word. my will. Yeah. So, you know, submit to me by surrendering, surrendering your opinion. Your will obedience. to yeah. to what I want you to do. Yeah. Trade, trade wills. Yeah, there, there's a, a prayer that someone taught me in the morning. Pray, uh, Lord, you know, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my will in exchange for your divine will so that every prayer, work, thought, action, performed this day will be you doing them through me. Thy will be done. Yeah, yeah. It also speaks about trust, mm. the trust that Joseph had just to have a dream and, okay, I'm going to take my child and his mother and I'm going to flee to Egypt. I mean, I think it's hard for people just to trust anything in general, let alone a dream from an angel. And uh, I think it's miraculous the the trust that Joseph has, and um, ultimately, what became of that. It's a good thing that he he did trust in God and the angel that delivered the dream, because that could have ended very differently. Yeah. And once again, that speaks of his faith. Yes. And I think there's times in our lives where we may not understand. The word of God or what his intentions are of our souls and of our actions. But I think that's why we have faith for those shortcomings in our lives that we don't have a true understanding. We have to have faith that what he's compelling us to do is his will, and that's what we should do follow yeah. faithfully. Yeah, yeah he, he, uh, and with uh, trust. I'm sorry. Um, he has a plan for everybody's life, and, and he had a plan for this too. And it, it's a, and, and you can see how the plan involves uh, scripture that is, and prophecy that comes to, uh, to the event. We all have to learn how to uh, follow the, the leadings of God, and we have to learn how to um, trust him and, mm-hmm. and do his word. Um, it, it it's all for a, a beautiful tapestry that he's he's uh, doing. Amen. And there's going to be some suffering. You know, it, Joseph's rising. You know, saying, being told rise and then rose. Uh, there's going to be some suffering, some sacrifice. And uh, you know, we're all going to suffer. And you know, we don't have to ask for suffering. Yeah. But what I don't often do is, and when that suffering comes, intentionally offer it up as a sacrifice united with the suffering and sacrifice of Jesus for the salvation of souls. We're all going to suffer. Mother Teresa said there's, you know, if we knew the power of suffering, we would pray for it, mm-hmm. but we don't need to because it's going to come, mm-hmm. right? And she says that as well. Yeah, right. it, it's going to come. Absolutely. There's, 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 no, there's no, way about, no way around it. And no matter how old, young, rich, poor, tall, short, you know, follically challenged or, or, you know, I'm, I'm sitting around you know, <laughs> three people have beautiful heads of hair and, and, and you know, my, my radio uh, hair looks good, uh, which is, <laughs> there's none of it, but the, the equalizer is suffering and we can unite with each other. And, and the, the temptation for me sometimes is, you know, I don't want to, don't, no one really wants to hear that, you mm-hmm. know, just kind of keep that to yourself, but share, like share where, you know, where the hurts are, be transparent and then and we can suffer together. That's what compassion or means. Or through your suffering, you can help other people to heal. Yes. Yeah. You can, because I've witnessed yeah. that before. And yeah. I think sometimes 
when you can share your own sufferings with others, even though it may put you in a vulner- vulnerable position, um, there there can be benefits from others who are there to witness that. And sometimes it may just be the, the understanding of gratitude for the goodness that they have in their life, you know, and everybody, I think, should reflect on the the goodness in their lives and practice more gratitude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, several weeks back, one of our our fellow Wednesday morning gospel reflection uh, regulars gave a challenge that I I still feel the punch like right between the eyes, a beautiful Holy Spirit punch. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember when she said, "If we woke up, if we woke up today with." with everything that we thanked God for last night, what would we have? So Anastasia, you mentioned gratitude, mm-hmm. right? So if we woke up today with, you know, the only thing we have is what we thank God for last night, what would we have? Well, something- you know, I have to thank in the morning because I'm a great sleeper. <laughs> and, um, you know, as a young person, I used to say my prayers every night, but as I get older, I probably couldn't count to two, you know, when I lay my head down on the pillow. So I pray throughout the day. And Beautiful. I always remember every day to thank God for all my blessings. That's awesome. Amen. That's awesome. We, we had a, a, a chance at a school to talk about gratitude, and the kids were listening to everything on the board, and they couldn't repeat anything that anybody else said. Mm-hmm. So after, you know, family and friends and, you know, all, the, all the, the normal stuff, by the time we got to the 20th kid and the 30th kid, they really had a stretch, and they were thanking God for water, fresh water, my pillow. Yeah. You know, so... Yeah, and they're all the things yeah. that people do take for granted, mm-hmm. and you shouldn't. It's a blessing, all of them. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes we have to look outside our own front door to realize how well we are truly blessed. Yeah, absolutely. And um must have been a bit inconvenient to go to mm-hmm. Egypt. I mean, uh, you, you know, and you tell your, your uh, family, hey, I'm going to Egypt. Uh, we have to get out of here. And, and they didn't realize what... The consequences were, and and we have to we have to go when we're told to go, and and Joseph did that, and so um, he is one of our examples to faith. Mm. Uh, but um, we need to um, to do that, and we need to trust him when he does it. And, fa- and family is so important. You know, we, we see Mary, Joseph, Jesus. You know, the, the least qualified. Being Joseph, you know, is is the spiritual leader, the head of the household, um, and Mary honored that, yeah. and uh, so it's just beautiful. And we're here; you won't be able to tell by the last name of of Clark and Laudermilch, uh, but Rachel and Anastasia are mother daughter. Uh, so it's just such an honor to have you guys here. Thank you uh, as as mother daughter, and uh, you know, since you guys are here together, I was going to ask you the same question, Tom, and I'll I'll reflect on it as we celebrate and see the Holy Family here going through what they went through, you know, Rachel and, and Anastasia, how, how, you know, you guys are, there's mothers, you know, as a parent, you know, if I could be sitting around the table talking about our Lord and the gospel with my, one of my children, I, you know, that I'd be on cloud nine. So maybe I'll start with you, Anastasia, as a, as a mom, how does it feel to be right here next to your daughter doing a gospel reflection on the radio that you're sharing your faith together, living your faith together, not, you know, just on Sunday, but, uh, well, day. it's it's a pretty powerful thing, and um, I find Rachel to be an angel in my life for so many reasons, and um, she inspires me 
to be better myself just because of who she is. When From the time she was a little girl, my sister used to say that she was a natural-born philanthropist, mm. and she always looked for ways to give to other people. Um, and at a t- you know, there were times where she didn't have anything of her own money to buy things to give to others, but she used to take from the things that she had to share with others. Mm. And she's done that her whole life. So, you know, as a mother, you teach your children um, to follow the Word of God and to value their faith. You plant the seeds, and eventually you hope that they grow. And I, I've said that through my life in so many different facets, even with what I do professionally. Plant a seed, watch it grow. And I can tell you um, the fruit of the seed that I planted with Rachel has been way beyond any of my expectations. And I can tell you it brings me great joy and tremendous satisfaction. And I'm a part of the Gospel Review because of Rachel. Um, But even beyond that, she has invited me to participate in some other um, religious activities that she's involved with. And um, not all of them have been to my liking. You know, I, I should say maybe one of them was not to my liking. But I can tell you, through her evangelization in bringing me to this group, I find it to be very powerful and very inspiring. Sometimes it makes me feel inadequate because I'm not as well-versed on the Bible as some of the people that are in attendance. Um, Sometimes I don't feel that I need to be because I feel um, in the areas of the Bible that I don't understand That's why we have faith, and I can tell you at times of my life where there were things maybe about the Catholic Church that I didn't understand, and you can intellectualize your own reason for why you might make certain decisions. I can say, honestly, if people would just rely on faith, faith of what the Church is uh, commanding, that I think even if you don't understand what the intention is, if you follow just based on faith the same way that Joseph did, you ultimately will make the decisions that are right according to God. Wow, that's beautiful. Thank, thank you for sharing that. And you know, we're, God has no grandchildren. So your mother, daughter here, but in, in God's family, your sisters, mm-hmm. right? And that's what's beautiful. That, that is, it's God, the Father, and one long line of his kids. Sure. And when we... When we say yes to the Lord and he brings people into our lives, age doesn't matter and, you no, know, and, doesn't. And, and relationship doesn't matter. And, you know, biological relationship, it's, you know, we're, we're brothers and sisters. And when you have relationships that are founded in Christ or that develop, you know, stronger in Christ, uh, then they, they get pretty deep, pretty fast. Uh, and a lot of the, you know, the stuff that used to matter doesn't really matter as much. And, uh, you know, just our love for the Lord and, and serving him and giving him glory is, is what, is what matters. So, Rachel, how, how do you feel? Learn from next the best. Mom. Yeah, <laughs> apples don't fall far from the tree. I see. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she's been a great influence in my life in many regards. Uh, her and my dad. So it's an honor to be sitting here with you, and I'm thankful for my whole my whole upbringing. It was definitely a a wonderful one. Uh, and it's all about invitation. So you invited your mom to the gospel reflection, and now mm-hmm. we're here on the radio. So as we're going about our day. You know, let's invite people. You know, everybody likes an invitation, so let's uh, 
continue to invite people. So Tom, I know you have some strong family ties. How does uh, sharing faith and, and having a, a faith connection with people in your family or the, or the lack of a connection, how, how, how has that affected you? Well, I have five daughters and 11 grandchildren. So um, I, we have um, get-togethers all the time. I feel like a king when, I, when we get together because I'm, God has blessed me so much. And um, I look at um, um, everybody here, and I think, you know, that's pretty much what happens at, at our place. Uh, we we um, um, have my, all my children and grandchildren are all close together. It's, it's like a, uh, it's, it's a, a miracle uh, that there's so many people that love each other, and you see it. And um, so we uh, are blessed, and I guess that's what one of the benefits of uh, seeking Christ is—is is the blessings you get, and and you've you've ex- experienced it, and and uh, I have too. So it's uh, we, we uh, love Him because of that, and mm. and uh, so we seek Him. Wow, that's, that's beautiful. And one of the lessons I learned. We have five kids. Uh, our oldest is a senior in high school, so we have senior, sophomore, seventh grade, sixth grade, third grade. And uh, when my daughter was two, our oldest daughter was two, is when I finally said yes to the Lord, December 31st, 2003. And I would take her to Mass with me. And, and it, obviously she doesn't remember when she was two, but just growing up as a little kid before she went to school, she was with me everywhere. And then I, I got to the point where I wanted it for her more than she might have wanted it for her. And that didn't really go too well. And, and Ra- Rachel's <laughs> shaking her head as a young, as a young lady. Um, and the Lord spoke through her. You know, we, we would butt heads every now and then. And, and the Lord spoke to me through her and gave me the peace just to, to be, to love her, to, you know, invite when I could invite or whatever. But I just backed off. Yeah, it's like that plant a seed, watch yeah, it grow. Yeah, so I backed off. And now she's has her own faith. She has her own relationship with the Lord. Uh, she's in a youth group that I didn't say you had to go to. She's <laughs> developing friends there that are That's just wonderful. like beyond like just people that she's known just for a, like a year or two years. She says she feels closer to them than kids that she's known since kindergarten. That's wonderful. Um, mm-hmm. And then she said to me, Dad, as soon as you stop trying. As soon as you stop trying that's so hard, exactly right. that's when that's when my relationship with God really came to yeah, life. Yeah, because you can't force your will on them. It has to be a personal decision for themselves. All you can do is share the word and hope that they follow. Mm. Yeah. And a, another guy that works with us, Marty Rotella, awesome man of God. He's a, a singer, songwriter. Um, and he would say in his prayer, in his conversion, the, the Blessed Mother told him, don't talk about Jesus to your kids. Just be Jesus. Mm, that's Not only to your kids, but to yeah. everybody. Mm-hmm. And he and he takes that into all of his ministry work. He goes to prisons to sing. He goes to Indian reservations. He goes to parishes, schools. He goes wherever he's invited. Uh, when he, he was in pop music, whenever when he left pop music, the Blessed Mother said, "Just go wherever you're. Don't don't ask to go anywhere, but go anywhere that you're asked to go. Be the example yeah. you want them yep. to be." And then uh, so he's been doing that. But it's intriguing. Like he'll play basketball with gang, gang members, mm-hmm. and 
they'll just be Jesus on the court. And then they'll get to the point, well, what is it about you? You know, and then the Lord will open up a door. And then before you know it, he's, you know, sharing about Jesus with, you know, nine Muslim gang members talking about Jesus at center court. And it's just living. It's just being Jesus. Um, so that's a great example. So he's, he's always reminding me, Rob, just be Jesus. Don't talk <laughs> about him. Just be him. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, then, they, then you have that relationship, that love, the seeds. Because every time we do an act of love, we're planting a seed. Right. So the one thing that I wanted to uh, go back to, uh, Anastasia and Rich, you guys were talking about obedience, faith, trust. Uh, and then I added evangelize now. So through obedience leads to faith, leads to trust, and then gives us the opportunity to evangelize now. So it's, you know, the, the O-F-T-E-N would be the, the first letter of those words. So how, how, when should we share the good news? Often. Often, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? And through obedience, which is an act of the will, right? Through obedience, our faith grows, our trust, even if we don't understand. That is, as you said, when we don't understand. That's we, why we have faith. That's why we have Just faith. Just follow. Yeah, mm-hmm. right? And then all that leads to evangelizing. What is that? Sharing the good news. We go to a good restaurant. We like to tell people. We see a good movie. We like to tell people. Right? We've got Jesus in our life. Mm-hmm. You know, let's, let's share that good news. Amen. And when? Now. <laughs> Now's the time. Rachel has shared it too with some people that would be most unsuspecting. And some of those people that she's invited to a number of different religious events have actually come along. And to maybe even their own surprise, <laughs> they've thoroughly enjoyed the events and came back for more, you know? So it's amazing the power of just that simple invitation and how you can affect someone. And those effects, no matter how large or small they can be, they can start to make changes, positive changes in the lives of someone else. Amen. Amen. I was trying to convince my daughter that mass was fun back in this time when I was trying to close the deal. (laughs) And she's like, like, dad, mass is not fun. I was like, you heathen, get out of my house now. She said, mass is not fun, mass is peace. And this, she was probably like nine, 10 years old. She said, mass is, mass is peace. I said, what do you mean? She goes, it, it just, it gives me peace. And I was like, wow, that's really awesome. That's a great if you, thing. If you, you know, church could look like a theater or whatever, where you know, our job is just to sit down and be entertained. And if we go in with that mindset, it's like, okay, Father, you better have a good homily. Music, musicians, you better be good. You know, everything better be buttoned up and entertain me. Then that's that's not the way to go into it. So, my prayer for all of us here, for everyone listening, is the peace that surpasses all understanding is available to us every day at Mass. Every time we open the Bible, every time we visit Him in adoration. So, our prayer from this studio to you is for God's peace. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you, Rob. Reflections from the Heart has been presented by Stewardship, a Mission of Faith. We hope that you've been blessed and encouraged as you listen to Reflections from the Heart. If so, please consider participating in a Gospel Reflection Group. For more information on locations and times of Gospel Reflection Groups, or how to start a Gospel Reflection Group in your area, and to learn about all of the family of ministries, please visit our website at stewardshipmission.org or call us at 717-367-0100. Stewardship, a mission of faith, is a 501c3 nonprofit organization and depends on donations from people like you to make Reflections from the Heart possible. 
If you've enjoyed this broadcast, please prayerfully consider partnering with us by making a tax-deductible donation by visiting stewardshipmission.org or call us at 717-367-0100. On behalf of all of us at Stewardship, a mission of faith, thank you for listening. And until next time, may God bless, protect, and guide you on your journey home to Him.